understanding this simple process will transform your life and business. So how do you stop freaking out and backtracking on your commitments to yourself and your desire in life? First, you're like, well, other people are just making it up as they go. I can do what they do, but even better. I can figure it out. I got these indicators and my capability. You feel excited, pumped even. And then you go in, decide to do that thing, and your brain freaks the fuck out. You cave, you run away, you hide, you stop, you give up. You even recognize that you're choosing to act from fear, but feel, you feel powerless to do anything about it. Well, if this sounds anything like you, today's podcast is for you. The brain wants something to chew on, always, a new mountain to climb. If left to its own devices and defaults, it will choose fear. Fear of uncertainty, of the future, of failure. The first question is whether you're facing a type 1 or type 2 decision. Type 1s are irreversible, permanent, like imminent bodily harm, or potentially catastrophic damage to, say, your liberty. Almost every decision is a type 2 decision. The second question is, is this a value-creating or value-protecting decision? For example, legal, tax, compliance, accounting are examples of downside protection, value-protecting measures. Most every decision is a value-creating, upside decision. Here are the concrete steps to take to start. First, identify the worst-case scenario. Go there. Your brain is imagining some terrible harm is on the other side of that decision. You'll be homeless, die alone, be bankrupt, denounced by your family, dead. Second, imagine the best case scenario. You'll live exactly the life that you want. You'll love what you do. You'll wake up every morning building the life and future you want. You'll make as much money as you want, help serve and transform countless lives. A life of love and purpose. Give equal airtime to this possibility. And third, identify the actual worst case scenario, which might be something like you don't live into your potential. You stay coward in fear. You stay in powerlessness and victimhood. Now, with this awareness to actually change your life once and for all and stop living from fear, you have to understand this simple process, which is fear of shame. That is what keeps you stuck in life, trapped in your cycle. You can't just tell someone to stop acting from fear or make a bet with them that things will work out as they want. You don't know that. People are smart. They know when you're lying to them. So how do you actually stop acting from fear? by understanding what you're actually afraid of. There's a famous saying, there's nothing to fear but fear itself, but actually there's nothing to fear but shame. I'll illustrate this by example. I was working with a client negotiating a deal in the tens of millions, and he was terrified by the prospect of asking for what he actually wanted because he thought he was afraid of getting told no, or getting fired, or getting rejected. So here's what you found. Step one, worst case scenario. 
We went to the place of him putting forth the offer, it getting rejected, and him losing his position, losing the status, and losing what he had created so far. Step two, giving equal airtime to the best case scenario. What if it did actually work out exactly as he wanted? Well, life would be fucking amazing. He'd be living his purpose, creating insane amounts of value, making a lot of money, stepping into that leadership role. Step three, actual worst case scenario was him going almost all in and then backing out, like he'd done over and over again. Looking back and knowing he could have had it all, but didn't go for it. So we start with the first pass, worst case scenario. You ask, how would you feel then? How would you feel if the deal got rejected and you even lost your position entirely? Well, he'd feel terrible. He'd feel shitty. Okay. And what would you be thinking about yourself then? Well, they'd find out I'm an idiot. Okay. And how do you feel when you think they'd find out I'm an idiot? Ashamed. Here's the thing. You think you're afraid of the no. You think you're afraid of the failure. You think you're afraid of the rejection, of the deal falling flat. What you're actually afraid of is the sentence you'll believe about that thing that would create the feeling of shame. That's what you're avoiding, period. You actually end up creating your own worst case scenario when you act from fear. Consider another client, his thought. I'm afraid he'll compete with me and take my clients away. This came up in the context of a strategic partnership and potential acquisition on the table. The synergies were there, the cost efficiencies were obvious, the timing of the deal was opportune, but he was in terror, so he backed out. What was the result? What could have been the most successful acquire of the century turned into the biggest missed opportunity of the century. All the back and forth and the diligence, the hot and cold and the negotiations, flying the prospects out for the on-site, all to buck in the last minute. The prospect ending up eating his business for lunch. The actual fear is the feeling of shame created by the sentence you'll believe in a hypothetical future like, I'm a failure, or they'll find out I'm an idiot. The sentence, though, is there either way. If you can train yourself to process it, say, I'm a failure, then you can pass through fear. Here's the thing. You're going to be afraid half of the time anyway. If you don't go for the thing, you'll spend half of your time afraid of how you've missed the opportunity, in fear of regret. If you do go for it, you'll spend half your time in fear of failure in fear of that shame. You're gonna spend half the time feeling fucking amazing about your life. If you don't go for it, you'll pat yourself on the back for not taking the risk, for choosing the safe path, for feeling comfortable. If you do go for it, you'll feel the empowerment and conviction of having chosen the bold, daring path. But do you know what is more terrifying than failing? Failing to try. Failing in advance by trying and then giving up. The roller coaster of ups and downs, of excitement and then despair, and choosing to terminate 
the opportunity for yourself. Your success is actually a decision. Knowing you'll hate life half the time anyway and love it the other half. This is true of every act of creation. Many famous founders describe the act of building their business like chewing glass and staring into the abyss. The thing is, if you believe that, your brain will go to work to prove that true and you'll continuously find more glass to chew on. I was working with a investor, a prominent venture capitalist who described shooting themselves in the mouth, pulling the trigger on a gun. That's what they described as taking a big decision, taking a leap in their business. When you believe that, you'll keep shooting yourself in the face and believe it's the world doing it to you. Working with this other billionaire investor, and he was telling me how this other founder is a better engineer than him, how this other CEO is a better operator, how this other investor has better deal flow. And so with this founder's brilliant vision and ability to lead, he mires himself and his team in nonstop busy work and bullshit tasks, not shipping on the core product, avoiding the A-plus problems, and feeling self-important about it all. So here's another way to tell if you're operating from fear. You fill your day and your team's day with busy work, solving B-plus problems, looking around at what other people are doing. There is no difference between you and someone else with more zeros and ones in the size of their bank account or their business. It's the sentences you have in your mind that you're either willing to face and work through or avoid and resist. Here's what might be keeping you from it. Thoughts like, well, I don't have the time to process that. What if I get stuck in that negative feeling? I just have to power through. The most successful people surely don't do this, or I won't be as productive if I do. Here's the reality. You don't have time not to process that feeling. You only get stuck in it by not learning how to process through it. You deplete your power by telling yourself you just have to power through. You know, many of the richest people, the most successful entrepreneurs, have neuroatypicality where their limbic system may literally process or signal these emotions differently, almost like a biological damper. Second, most of these many successful founders invest in coaching these days or buffer their feelings away through alcohol, drugs, food, porn, or sex. And by the way, this is what their meditation practice does indirectly. Meditation has you becoming aware of your mind so that you are not your thoughts. And finally, consider that even if it's not sufficient or necessary, know that you are holding back a thousand X your potential in life and business if you do. And this is actually what the most successful people do. The idea of a reality distortion field is another way of saying intentional thought creation. This is actually the secret of the most successful people. So 
Again, you think the fear is of failing in that launch, of getting rejected, of losing the deal, of the investment taking, whatever bad outcome you imagine happening. But the greatest fear you have is of feeling the shame created by the sentence in your mind about that thing. Catch the difference? There's a prominent investor who made an observation on how there's a disproportionate amount of the wealthiest successful founders who have autism spectrum disorder, or formerly known as Asperger's. And this is true of many of the successful founders I've worked with as well. This helps them fail publicly and not crumble under the pressure of other people's judgment. If you are building something meaningful in this world to make a dent in the future, you will face hate and judgment. You're deviating from the norm, so part of the tribe will try to attack you to keep you in line. With words and pickle, pixels, for the most part, in the modern era. But here's the thing for the rest of us. You don't have to lobotomize yourself, go get some diagnosis, some psychotropic, or have been born with a different brain. You can actually train your mind with these superpowers. Just like we have trainers for the gym, we have trainers for the mind. And given that your mind is what creates actually everything in your life, besides what you eat, whether you work out, how you show up in relationships, whether you build that business or take that moonshot or not, it's a big fucking deal. Remember this. Leadership is the courage to act when others won't. It's the ability to process and pass through fear. Leadership is not power over other people, management of other people, or status relative to other people. It is power over management of and status with yourself. When you become a leader in your own life and business, you stop giving your power away over your life to other people. You blow your own fucking mind with the genius you never tapped into before and live a life of purpose. That is available to you. If you're ready to lead a thousand X transformation of your life, go to jonathanherzogcoach.com and book a one hour trial coaching call today. If the booker is full by then, send an email to info at jonathanherzogcoaching.com to join the waitlist. We'll see you there. Mm -hmm.